I live near a uh, fire truck place. Fire truck place. Don't don't leave that in. Don't dox me like that. <laughs> you just guaranteed that that's making the podcast. <laughs> Shit. Now they're gonna know. Everyone's gonna know. We have our tag. <laughs> Episode 6 of the TV Pilot Podcast. I'm Gideon. I'm Andrew. Uh, we've been doing a lot of sitcoms lately, a lot of like comedy shows, so this week we kind of wanted to step back and do something more dramatic. It is a, a really heart-wrenching tale about a family uh, who uh, has recently <laughs> suffered they don't a, know. a brutal loss. Because uh, we didn't know. No, yeah. So, we, so it's about a family who's recently suffered a a very brutal loss. A mother uh, in her 20s, mother of three. Tragically uh, taken Tragically too soon. taken too soon uh, by a drunk driver. And uh, her widower is left to care for their three children on his own. Uh, but there is a, a sort of a bright uh, silver lining to this in that uh, the uh, woman's estranged brother comes back. He's a little bit of a, a wild child. Um, a little bit of the black sheep of a family. And uh, he comes back to... Uh, help his estranged brother-in-law, brother-in-law uh, care for his nieces. Um, and thrown into this mess is a a Robin Williams-type character, mm-hmm. uh, a sort of uh, Patch Adams. Patch Adams? Is that the Robin Williams movie? Yeah. The Doctor? The Doctor. Yeah, he, he brings uh, brings a smile to... To these little girls. To these little girls' lives uh, who are just racked on all sides with uh, pain and pain suffering. and suffering, and uh, of course we're talking about the nineties, uh, eighties, nineties drama Full House. Full House, yeah, yes, uh, with Bob Saget, Dave Coulier, <laughs> John was, Stamos. That was all Andrew. I they were, we did not plan that out. It really is heartbreaking what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't stress enough that I don't think kids watch that. Kids watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, Full House. Full it's... House. We we decided to go with something a little more wholesome, I guess. Uh, yeah. Family friendly. And you know, this is, you know, one of the most iconic family sitcoms. Yeah. Of the last, like, 30 years or so, 40 years. Yeah. So it, it's something we wanted to do, just sort of a more, a more G-rated sitcom. Sitcom for everybody. In yes. case, in case this show like, gets. Like, I, I love Lucy was kind of for all ages, but they didn't have kids in the, yeah. from the get go, like this show did. Like Happy Days and Brady Bunch. The show started and was about the, these this family, this full yeah. nuclear family. And I thought I Love Lucy was going to have some questionable moments, just being a show from the fifties. <laughs> Uh, but it didn't. It, like the first episode of I Love Lucy, it really like it held up. I could see it being made today. There were no sort of off-color jokes where mm-hmm. you're just like, oh man, you can't say that anymore. That's not good. Uh, there was definitely some of those jokes in Full House. <laughs> uh, 40 years later, uh, some references that we'll get into. Um, but uh, I guess, what did you think? What did you think of the first episode? Um, I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. But... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's about how I feel too. It was like it was nice, but 
Yes. <laughs> I feel like as iconic as Full House is, it was very much a repetition of shows that had come before it, I think. Oh, you thought it was too, you know, too samey, too cookie cutter? Yeah, yeah. I, I sort of agree with that. Um, it, it didn't feel like it had a kind of voice of its own mm -hmm. at all. It was just sort of like... I think they did a really another. good job, but <laughs> it was just like... Uh, so, Full House, uh, it's the first few seasons, as popular as they were, critics did not like the show. And I totally get where both sides are coming from. You know, where like it was, uh, I get why the public liked the it. Public li I public see why you would sit down with your family and watch the show. Uh -huh. But also I totally agree with the critics. They thought it was too saccharine and just not it, very good. It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I would, I would agree with that. The critical description of it. It just seems like I was very, I, there wasn't a lot of substance there. Mm -hmm. It was very, like, sweet. It felt like filler, you know? Yeah. Like, it just sort of... I, why, don't we, why don't we get into the plot of the pilot um, before we start uh, bashing, <laughs> bashing I have plenty of good things to say. Well, I have good things to say about it, too, but uh, whatever. Okay. <clears throat> so it starts... Whatever happened to... <laughs> <laughs> No, no, keep going. Get as far as you can. No, the, the, the theme song is a lot longer than I remember it being. <laughs> I... Oh, so, right off the bat, they shove San Francisco in your face. <laughs> oh, the, the B-roll of the bridge? And... So, they start on the Golden Gate Bridge, uh, and then there's shots of the characters in a park, or, you know, just close-ups. John Stamos, who got top billing. Well, He's John Stamos. That's fair. Oh. Uh, <laughs> And then it shows the Fisherman's Wharf sign. Mm, yeah. And then it shows them fishing, and you can see Alcatraz. And I, then him getting on a Danny on the bike, Bob Saget, riding down Lombardi Street. Those are the four iconic. Or no, then there's a trolley, them driving, and there's a trolley behind them. I mean, it's, so it's, like, it's like the Friends opening just like beats you over the head with the fact that they're in New York. Does it? Yeah, they're all over the place. They're in that one park. Wait, is that park only famous because of Friends? Yeah, I don't... That, that The fountain? The fountain is not in Central Park. It's not an iconic landmark. It's, the fountain is now... It's I forgot, I think it was in L.A. somewhere? No, yeah. or maybe it's in New York. Maybe it is in New York. We but it became really... famous because of Friends. Oh, and then damn. they moved the fountain to Burbank on the Warner Brothers lot. Name five iconic things about San Francisco. No. And all five of those were in the theme song. Okay. Th credits. Yeah. Anyways. <clears throat> Whatever happened. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't know what's awful coming. with this. <laughs> um, so it starts with Danny's mom. So the episode starts with uh, Bob Sackett's in-character mother, She's leaving, uh, and Bob Saget's about to... No, he's not driving her anywhere. No, he's just sending her off. He's just sending her. How rude. How rude. How rude. Uh, so his mom's leaving, and his daughters are sad about her leaving, and, so, and she's sad about leaving her grandchildren. And Bob Saget takes her aside and says, Hey, thanks for the help the last couple months, but you need to get back home to Dad. 
Pam, you've been a great help since Pam's left, but help's on the way. We got this. Not left, died. They do say died, right? Did, Gone. Some, they used like the euphemism that they, they, yeah, they didn't say like, like they she didn't abscond with like a cash and That's leave. Fair, fair enough. Uh, so she leaves and Danny tells the, reassures his daughters that uh, Uncle Jesse and his best friend Joey are going to move in and that they're going to become, his, his daughters are going to become roommates and it's going to be a lot of fun. And things will be okay. And then Jesse shows up and right away starts talking about his crazy night last night. He played a gig, drove to Reno on his motorcycle, and then almost hooked up with a, a dancer. Uh, and before he can get too, into too much details, Bob Saget stops him because his 10-year-old daughter is there listening. Uh, and they right off, the, right off the bat establish that Uncle Jesse enjoys the single life and you know he's an artist he's a, yeah he's a bit of a bit of a wild child bit of a he's the younger brother of uh danny's late wife pam uh and he is uh, sort of a you know carefree kind of single guy mm-hmm. then right after that joey shows up and he they establish he's going to be living in the alcove under the stairs uh and joey is a lot more silly than this Uncle Jesse. Uh, he shows up with a bunch of clothes that need to be washed. <laughs> How fortunate that I'm moving in that just when I run out of clean clothes. Uh, and so, <clears throat> so then Bob Saget, Danny, Danny Tanner, takes Uncle Jesse to Stephanie's old room and shows him the room. And there's bunnies all over. And Uncle Jesse has, has to start acclimating to this new environment. And then DJ, the tendril daughter, she's putting a ribbon across her room that she's going to share with Stephanie now and tell Stephanie, you stay on your side of the room. This is my side of the room. So we're already seeing some some head clashing. Classic classic sibling rivalry stuff. Yes. Whenever two people share a room, one of them has to divide it with tape or string or some sort of like... My brother and I never did that and we shared a room for like 15 years. Well... We did fight, but never about <laughs> it was physical. It was physical. <laughs> you drew lines in your mind. So while the girls are, Stephanie and DJ are kind of getting used to having to live with each other, uh, Danny tells Jesse and Joey that he's going to work and he's going to be gone, and the girls are in their their hands. They it's their turn to take care of, not their turn. They they got this, uh, Danny. It should be said is a uh, sports reporter. A sports reporter, yeah, yeah. for the local news. Um, so uh, Joey and Jesse, uh, they are babysitting. Uh, it, they check on Michelle, who started crying. Uh, Joey does impressions, but um, oddly enough, the baby is not entertained <laughs> by impressions. Uh, of he does like cartoon impressions. Legit, under one years old, I think. Yeah, like, not around, around understand. One, not, not like. Sh- she may she gets she's getting close to like object permanence, but yeah. uh, no, like impressions of cartoons is not gonna <laughs> or any of the other things that uh, Dave Coulier pulls out. <laughs> He's, I think they mainly use uh, Joey as like an impressionist for a lot of this. He's, At the beginning, I think. Yeah. So they check on Michelle. They um, they uh, realize that uh, oh she needs to be changed. 
so they take the baby downstairs into the kitchen, uh, put her into a pot to change her. There's a funny moment where they're just like, no, don't put the baby directly into the pot. It's like, put a meat rack in it first. <laughs> like, oh, of course. <laughs> and we'll continue. No. Um, they, uh, they take the diaper off the baby, spray it with a water hose, uh, put her in front of a fan to dry her off. Just like the most... These, we, the weirdest like friends should know better they're they're mid-20s to early 30s i believe i think mm-hmm. joey and danny are both 29 and jesse is vaguely younger than them yeah um they they might not know how to change a diaper but they should know what they're doing is not correct yeah like they should have some sort of like knowledge about this and like i don't know if you're uh i if you're expected to be able to like take care of a baby, like isn't this just sort of a, I don't know. It seemed like a weird scene to me. It was very like, uh, these guys are just incompetent. Like, but I'm that's part of the comedy. It was it is, fun. It was funny. You know, it's sort of a slapstick kind of thing. Um, but it did it did seem a little weird to me. So after they uh, dry off the kid after spraying spraying her with a water hose. Uh, they wrap her in a bunch of paper towels, not a diaper, um, and then put her uh, entire lower, like her lower body, into a, a trash bag, um, and they call it call it good. Um, then uh, Danny comes back, is understandably upset uh, with uh, the sort of chaos that has ensued in his absence. Yeah, there are clothes everywhere because I guess they kept changing her because she kept spitting up or throwing. Your- drooling or this and that uh so yeah they're just sitting on the couch exhausted when danny walks in and there's just a mess yeah and then uh right behind danny comes the uh showgirl that jesse met in reno uh and he starts to um you know he wants to go upstairs get cleaned they up immediately start food. making out <laughs> well wait i forget about this part right yeah. what? they immediately start making out and then Stephanie walks in from the kitchen and just runs at Uncle Jesse and says, like, catch me, which is a callback to when she wanted them to dance earlier. And so he catches her. And then Uncle Jesse says, okay, go play ballerina with your sister. And then, oh, oh, I can't play ballerina with my sister because she ran away. No, she moved out. She moved out. Which uh, is slightly like... different. <laughs> I guess. And uh, this sort of sends Danny into a panic, obviously. Like, his his 10-year-old daughter, uh, he he has been told, has just ran away or moved out. Um, And so he starts uh, calling everyone together. It's like, okay, we got to go up to uh, DJ's room, uh, try and figure out where she went. Uh, And then he starts ordering uh, Jesse and Joey around. Like, you go to the police station. You start driving around the neighborhood. Um, and then uh, Jesse uh, has left his uh, his showgirl. What is her name? Do you Vanessa. Know? Vanessa. Uh, has left Vanessa downstairs alone. Um, and Stephanie has been following this chaos the whole time. Um, just goes up and says, well, we don't need to do all that because I know where she went. And Danny uh, gets down on one knee, looks at uh, Stephanie uh, and says... Um, Stephanie, why didn't you tell us when we started that you knew where she was? And she said, nobody asked me. Which is a, a callback call to, to the diapers 
when they wrap up uh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen and uh, Michelle is the baby. Michelle, yeah. When they wrap up Michelle, uh, Stephanie pulls up the diapers and says, "Why don't you use these?" And then they're like, "Why didn't you tell us you had those?" And you didn't ask me. Anyways, <clears throat> there's a lot of stuff like that where there's uh, it, they do they do a pretty good job with running gags. I think it's specifically with Stephanie too. Like there's a lot of a byplay between her and Uncle Jesse. Mm-hmm. Like the she every time Uncle Jesse says something like, "Oh, I don't want to do that," She's she goes, "Yes, yes you, you do. do." It's like, "No, I don't." Yes, you do. No, I don't. Yeah, that happened at least twice in this episode. Yeah. Uh, so they. All Stephanie takes them to the basement garage, for lack of a better term. It's it's just the first floor garage. Yeah, it's, uh, it's on a. They the live f- in a townhome on a steep hill, so there is a garage below the main floor of the building. Yes. So they she takes them down in the garage, and DJ's set up all her stuff from her room. It's now set up in the garage, and Danny, uh, Danny's understandably upset. Uh, so. She's in the garage on the phone and kind of gives a little bit of attitude saying that her friend on the phone is in her own room on her phone, even though she has three sisters, uh, Kimmy, Kimmy, uh, Kimmy, who becomes a, a regular, a regular, regular later, yeah. and who ends up only having one older brother, not three sisters. So. Yeah. Plan um, ahead and better. It's a different older brother. In the remake, Fuller House, or the, the sequel series, Fuller House, the older brother's name is changed. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Weird. Uh, so then Danny kind of demands that she goes back up, and DJ doesn't want to, and so Joey tries. He tries to be a little silly uh, and get her to go up, and she still doesn't listen. Stephanie comes downstairs and says, oh, the baby's crying. Uh, so... Danny sends Joey up to get her, warm her bottle and then tells Uncle Jesse, hey, talk to her. I've got to go deal with the baby. Uncle Jesse ends up bribing DJ to move back to her room. Uh, and he's because he, he's telling her, hey, I got a girl waiting for me. Come on, let's let's go. Uh, so then he agrees to give her money, heads back upstairs and. Danny tells him that Vanessa's gone because he told her that she would have to sleep on the couch <laughs> since this is uh, since the family lives here, uh, and she just decided to leave. And so then Jesse tells DJ, "Hey, deal's off. Give me my money back." And Danny's, "You bribed her. <laughs> hey, it works." Uh, and then. <clears throat> DJ gives the money back and starts heading right back to the garage and Danny runs after her and stops her and they sit down and have a, a good talk about how things have changed since his wife and her mother have passed and that she was so good at handling the kids and the DJ talks about how things are just changing. She doesn't have a mom. She doesn't have her own room and this and that, and Danny and Stephanie both are there to comfort her and make her feel better, and she agrees to move back up to her room. And they head back into the living room where uh, Uncle Jesse's there with Michelle, and Michelle kind of makes a noise, and Uncle Jesse's like, what's happening? And uh, Danny says, oh, she's singing. She loves singing. And Joey pops up, and he says, oh, singing? I got this. And he starts singing the Flintstones theme, 
Everyone joins in. They circle her little, I don't know what to call that. Crib. Bassinet. Bassinet. Probably a better word. Uh, it's not a crib. It's like the little play. Yeah. Playpen? Pen. Yeah, playpen. Yeah. They dance around her little playpen singing and then big finish and that's the end of the episode. Uh, I, I, so I can see what people are saying about it being too saccharine. Just as, as we went through it there, I realized that it's sort of a bunch of little gags, little like comedy bits, mm-hmm. um, sometimes repeated, you know, sometimes, you know, especially the stuff with Stephanie, uh, or I thought Stephanie was hilarious. She was hilarious. The bits uh, were good. And I think that's why they repeated them. But you know, it, it's the same joke mm-hmm. that's, you know, a minute long twice in one episode and they aren't that far apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did it two times with her. Yeah. Just, uh, and then it always, it, at least the episodes of Full House that I've watched, uh, in general, it always ends with some sort of heartfelt conversation mm-hmm. and then, oh, the family's back together and everyone's happy. And I feel like that was a staple of the family sitcom yeah. you know, for decades. Like, I'm sure, I'm not that familiar with the Brady Bunch or, I'm not too familiar with the Brady Bunch or like, uh, what else, Family Ties, I think was before mm-hmm. Full House. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, you know, just from pop culture there's that idea of the children learning a lesson or some sort of moral thing. Yeah. Some sort of... I. That's kind of what and, uh, South Park makes fun of with Stan giving a speech at the end of every episode trying to sum up a, uh, a moral uh, for uh, at least the like early episodes. Yeah. Oh, Scrubs, <laughs> yeah. Um, but Scrubs is less family. You know what I mean? It's not... Yeah. Uh, more relatable to an older audience. Yeah, exactly. The, and it's more like a personal life outlook as opposed to, like, I saw a later episode uh, where Stephanie was upset that she's being treated. She's 10 years old now, and she's having to do things the way DJ did when she was her age. And so then Danny kind of realizes, oh, I should treat you more like an individual, but also, you know, need to do this and that, because she ended up getting an ear infection trying to get her ears pierced and... There's that lesson for kids, you know? Yeah, it's sort of built in. Uh, but I can, I definitely see where a lot of the critics are coming from uh, with. And that's part of how, that. How critics... formulaic it feels. It just, mm-hmm. it's, you know, the, they do, they repeat jokes in episode a lot. And it's not so much a callback as they just do the same joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel so, like it's, some of those jokes were like too easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. In that uh, it's just. And they did a good job with them. It's not like it's bad, but I feel like they relied on them a lot more than you would. I would prefer at least for a comedy where uh, like Uncle Jesse doesn't like his room and Danny thanks him for helping him out and gives him a hug. And he's like, dude, we're hugging in a room full of bunnies or something like with bunny wallpaper. And then something, something, and then Danny hugs him again, and yeah. Uncle Jesse's like, dude, or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Which is funny, but like... Danny's you know, a hugger. You know I mean? He's a hugger. I mean, just, you do enough of those, and it's kind of like... Oh, this is too easy. Again, yeah. or, you know, people saying... Uh, I didn't write any down. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I, t- I remember thinking, like, oh, I'll talk about this joke, but... Oh, well. Um... 
another aspect of the sort of formulaic nature of Full House is that every character has a catchphrase that they use in most, if not all, episodes. Uh, and so I have concocted a little game. Oh. Less of a game, more of a quiz. More of a, a pop culture quiz for you. Oh, gosh. Um, Bet. Here we go. All right. I've got uh, the catchphrases. Azerbaijan. Uh, for the main characters. The characters that were introduced in this episode. Bhutan. Some are you doing? Are you doing capitals? These are countries. I'm just naming countries. What's wrong with you? I don't know countries. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna. We're gonna start with an easy one. Uh, Japan. Hug it out. Is there a window that I should be looking for? Is this or is it just just name a guy? Name a name. Who's... Name the character whose catchphrase oh, this is. Oh gosh. Hug it out. Hug it out. I don't know the guy from the Jeffersons. It's in Full House. Oh, oh these are in Full House. Oh, <laughs> Danny Just, Tanner. Danny Tanner. Yeah, um, you got it, dude. That's probably Uncle Jesse. No, no, no. You got it, dude. DJ? No. Joey? No. no it's not Joey. No. Uh, Stephanie? Then? Nope. It's the baby. It's Michelle. Michelle? Yeah. I thought hers was how rude. No, that's uh, how rude is Stephanie? Is it rude? No. Yeah. She okay. says it in the pilot. She does? Yes. Mm. Um, oh, my Lanta. That's DJ. That's DJ. Uh, how rude, Stephanie. Um, have mercy. Have mercy. That's John Stamos. That was awful, John Stamos. John Stamos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cut it out. Yeah, there we go. Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier, yeah. Joe, he does a little. Uh, and then for bonus points, uh, shame on you. Is that Kimmy? No. Bonus points. Oh, uh, Lori Laughlin. No. Oh, hers is something about prison. I don't know. <laughs> something about prison. <laughs> hers is, can you get my daughter into this school? <laughs> I was... I was trying to re I was doing research and it like every time I go on Wikipedia for an actor from the 90s I always look for controversial section on Wikipedia like uh, recent recent controversies or something mm -hmm. and surprisingly Bob Saget like uh, John Stamos had a DUI in 2015 Bob Saget he cursed during his comedy shows like that's not none of that's interesting uh, Dave Coulier is just a comedian like he's, they've all been very boring Actually, Dave Coulier, uh, there's a theory that he is the... He's uh, not, though. He's not. They say it, but he, there's a theory that he's the uh, he's the ex-boyfriend mentioned in Alanis Morissette's You Ought to Know. That's Yeah, that was a theory. Later, like I think in the aughts, he said, yeah, I think it might be, too. And then I think she, later, like 10 years after that, was like, no, it's about this guy, not Dave. But she did write it directly after they broke up. Yeah. Um, which, uh, crazy that Dave Coulier dated Alanis Morissette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the only, the only like, piece of drama I could find was Lori Laughlin <laughs> and the, uh, the like, scandal with her uh, daughter getting, uh, getting her daughter into college on a, Mm -hmm. on fake scholarships allegedly i don't know if she was ever actually like i think she did time or something i don't know i don't, I don't know. know uh the boyfriend dj's boyfriend later in steve. the show no 
Okay, I get it. It's it's the twins. It's Nikki and Alex. They oh, both, they both sort of shake their fingers, go shame on you. That's it. Has to be like season eight. Yeah, real late, <laughs> real late. Kimmy's was hola Tanneritos. Tanneritos. Okay, interesting. I, no offense to this actress, but I feel like, well, okay. Part of it is that DJ had a character arc in the pilot. Mm-hmm. And so she, I feel like she didn't get to shine as much in terms of comedy. She, and that's why Stephanie was so much funnier is because she was just there to, to watch and comment on like when uh, the Jesse and Joey come downstairs with the baby and run to the kitchen, Stephanie's downstairs and she just goes, it's showtime and runs over to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's just cracking jokes about this and that. DJ had to play the part of the like dramatic <laughs> piece of the family drama, yeah. like family sitcom. She had to be the... And even, well, even when DJ had jokes, this uh, funny line here and there, I maybe it's because of age, I feel like she was thinking about the fact that she's acting and this is a joke. Well, it seemed like Stephanie was just five years old, just having fun. I'm going to say this and people are going to laugh and this is, this is fun. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I, I just found DJ a little more uh, rigid in yeah. her acting. You know, it's child but, actors. It's not like a, it's, it's a job for them. It's, I, I don't know. I don't, uh, I try not to criticize it too much. Yeah. And I is. try not to like, we we talk shit about a lot of these shows, but we're two nobodies. Like, if you ever, dear listener, if you ever get right mad, now, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right now and probably forever. My uh, no no my sitcom's gonna take off, and <laughs> all these people are gonna start their own podcast and just crap all over every episode I write. That'll be uh, fun. So, all that to say, if you're ever mad that we are criticizing a show that you love. Um, we're losers. Like we're, you don't have to like you don't have to like defend anything. Uh, we're not. We can't hurt anybody. I we're, I am sunburned and my left ear is stopped up with earwax right now. He's, so <laughs> he's got one foot in the grave. I'm I'm talking all this trash, but I'm not having a good time. <laughs> uh, so fun facts. Mm-hmm. There, so, okay, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. This is the TV pilot podcast. Unfortunately, the pilot for Full House was unaired and is only on the DVD, season one DVD collection. We are losers who aren't going to pay money for that. No, never. So, there we- are two clips. Of the original pilot, unaired pilot on YouTube, possibly more. I didn't do that much research. Where they we we actively avoid uh, adding shows to the podcast if we can't find them on the streaming services we already own. Uh, it's uh... yeah. If and when we have a Patreon, you will be paying for our streaming services <laughs> so we can bring you more content. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Uh, be generous. So, originally, they wanted Bob Saget to play Danny Turner, but due to scheduling conflicts with another show, they had to film the pilot with John Posey as Danny Turner. John Posey is kind of a nobody. I looked at his film. He's just a character actor. He's in... hmm? I mean, was Bob Saget really all that famous before Full House? No. Yeah. No, but even to today... 
Yeah, John Posey's I mean, been in like eight movies and then dozens of TV shows, but like just at one episode here, one episode here, just as these one-off yeah, characters, uh, which might have been what happened. What would happen to Bob Saget? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but from the scenes I saw, it was basically shot for shot the same pilot, just with a different Danny Turner. Oh, that's very strange. Danny, yeah. A little weird. The only scenes were the beginning where the girls keep hugging the grandmother and he's pulling them off and he talks to the grandmother. Uh, and then the part where he talks to DJ saying, oh, your mom was so good at this. What, what would she say right now? And Stephanie being there for her sister. It was weird. So uh, they had to produce two pilots, everyone but Bob Saget in... The original, the first so, episode. Yeah, they made the pilot, I guess, to, to sell the show, which is what pilots are for. Yeah. And, in fact, the creator, uh, whose name I... Yes, I did write it down. The creator, Jeff Franklin, he says the diaper-changing scene is the reason Full House got to air. Because it was... Really? He, he thinks... I mean, it was kind of the funniest section of the show, of that episode. I, I guess it's There just... were good jokes. There were maybe funnier jokes, but for... Just a whole scene that was very entertaining. I think I think it was mainly because they didn't have DJ or Danny in the scene. Not because those are like bad characters, like Bob Taggett and uh, DJ's actress. They're very. Oh, I see what you're saying. They were they had their arcs together. Yeah, they were they were doing the serious bit for this episode, mm-hmm. and so the one scene that really stood out was the scene with all three actors who could just be. A comedy actors, yeah, could just, just do silly, slapstick, weird comedy, say for, funny things, yeah. Um, and you know, every time DJ or Danny were in a scene, you had to like it, it got a little maudlin. So. Mm-hmm. And, and they did have jokes, they had remarks, yeah. But yes, for sure, you could tell that they were their characters were still adjusting to the changes. Uh, <clears throat> it is one of the full. Sh- one of the few shows where the baby grows up in front of the cameras. They didn't replace the actresses, despite John Stamos. He, I saw that, yeah. The twins kept crying when they were shooting the pilot, so John Stamos asked them to switch the actresses. And they did for, I think, a couple shots, but they the producers didn't like those baby actors as much, and so they stuck with the Olsen twins. For a while, they only they didn't uh, like bill the Olsen twins as Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. It was Mary Kate Ashley Olsen, like they were one person. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's common for twins in sitcoms. I don't know either. Um, yeah, Full House would go on to add five main cast members in later seasons. Kimmy becomes a main cast member. DJ gets a boyfriend who becomes a main cast member. Steve. Steve, I'm going to call him Aladdin. He's the voice of Aladdin. The, he is the voice of Aladdin. Uh, then on Becky, probably sooner than those two, I don't know. And then the two twins that John Samos and Aunt Becky have together. Kimmy, I know, Ryan. shows up in season one. Aunt Becky, uh, I believe, shows up in season two. Both those actresses kind of stuck around. Kimmy was only supposed to be in that one episode. Really? And then they decided to bring her back. And... and it seems weird to me that Kimmy was only supposed to be in one episode because they mentioned her in the pilot. Mm-hmm. It was name only. She was just on the phone with, or DJ was on the phone with uh, Kimmy uh, when she was down in the garage. 
Um, and he talked about that how... That is interesting. Yeah, it, it was mentioned that uh, Kimmy has three sisters. I wonder what that was like in the pilot, if they changed that. Uh, I'm not fine. I'm not buying the season one DVD box set of Full House to find out. So I'll never know. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then Lori Laughlin was only supposed to be in six episodes as uh, Bob Saget's co-anchor or something. Yeah, she and starts. Then she off just as, yeah. got along with John Stan. Like the chemistry, I guess, was so good they brought her back. Mm-hmm. And she, they got married apparently. Yeah, and. Uh, I'm Becky, Lori Laughlin came back in Fuller House, uh, something happened, and she is either, she's not in the last season, or she's not going to be in the last season. Oh, is it still on? I think so. Dang. I think it's still going. The creator, Jeff Franklin, started his career writing for Laverne and Shirley, and another show called Bosom Buddies, that Bob Saget had a guest role on for one episode. Uh, and he originally pitched this sh- a show called House of Comics, which would have been about three comedians living together in a house. Uh, but ABC was looking for a family sitcom, and mm. so he added the three girls, and it became Full House. Um, oh, uh, the house from Full House, for the exterior shots at least, in San Francisco, sold for $3.6 million dollars. I, think. I mean, it's a it's a, a thousand bedroom townhome. <laughs> I think the, the creator bought it once it went for sale fairly recently, like the last ten years. Yeah, uh, and it's a real house in San Francisco. Uh, do you think when they uh, finish with Fuller Fuller House, um, do you think there's like a nostalgia? Uprising in like 20 years from now where they do another remake fullest house fullest house I don't we'll think see. it's good. I don't think it's gonna happen Me but either but it's fun to think about it's Is fun. it? No <laughs> it. I wanted I just wanted to make the fullest house joke okay? <laughs> I wanted house. to make the most obvious joke in the world <laughs> um, So what did you think of the pilot? What did you think of the first episode of full house with uh, Bob Saget? Playing Danny Tanner instead of John Posey. I enjoyed it. Not nearly as much. I think I, I like the third episode the best of the first three episodes. And then the two, I saw a season seven and a season five episode, I think. Uh, I watched a few of the later season episodes. They got, they got, they definitely, the sort of chemistry definitely the family got better. more. The, the child actors all got better at acting. Luck. Yeah, they. They grew up and got better. They got yeah. better at acting just in general. Oh, fun fact. If you're watching an episode and Michelle is using her right hand, that is Ashley Olsen. If she's using her left, it's Mary-Kate Olsen. They, and they, they just play it off as her being ambidextrous. In the show, yeah. Yes. But they in also, they would specialize what the two actresses did as they were growing up. So, like... Uh, one of them got the dramatic roles. Anytime Michelle really? had to be like, yeah, any anytime she had to be very serious, one of them got to do that. And anytime when it was like comedy, one of them got to do that. Very interesting. And they sort of they split them up that way. And so it's I think it's less range for a child actor to have to to have produce. to um, Makes sense. Yeah. And then you're still using them only partly of for scenes, so yeah. child labor laws. Are fine. Well, 
Well, I mean, they're they're they're, they're not breaking. They're being the... obeyed. Yes. <laughs> um, the everyone whose stars is in every, or at least the original six is in every episode except for one character for one episode. <sighs> Who is it? It's DJ. DJ. Oh, I was gonna guess. The, oh, what you said? Who is it? I said it to myself. I was oh. talking to me. Why would I ever talk to you? Oh, that's what the podcast is about. <laughs> uh, it's uh, DJ. Does she go off to college or something? Or is she? I like... don't know. In the episode, I don't know. But she, the actress, wanted to visit her brother and decided not to be there to shoot this episode. Huh. So I don't know how they wrote out. Maybe she knew it wasn't going to be a DJ heavy episode and they just adjusted a little bit. But she is the only one to not be in every episode, which is impressive. Yeah. I mean, that's 100% attendance, except for one. That's great. So, not 100% attendance. <laughs> 100% attendance for everyone who's not. Five out of six. DJ. Yeah. 100%. How would, you, how would you rate it? I would say. God, I maybe I should keep track of what I'm rating things because I'm going to be like, oh, you know, it was better than this show, so I'm going to give it a seven. And people are going to be like, but you gave this show whatever. No one, <laughs> no one, first of all, no one listens to this. Second of all, no one's going to listen that closely. <laughs> Bet I'm going to make a fake account and comment <laughs> on it. <laughs> um, I would give it seven, seven out of, seven, well, seven out of ten. I'm going to go low. I'm going to go five. I'm going to go five out of ten. Uh, I... Probably would not make this show if I was if I was producing. I would make it. I'm I'm a deeply cynical person. Yeah, though, so. I think we both gave ten out of tens for I Love Lucy and the X Files, but other than that, I think you've consistently been one or two lower yeah, than me. Yeah, I'm I'm usually uh, except for I think I rated The Simpsons higher than you. Oh, that's true. Um, okay, then none of this is making the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm. Not necessarily easier to please, but also, you know, I see what they're trying to do, and I maybe I'm nicer. I'm less, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm less forgiving of, like, I know, I know it's a good show. I know people watch it, and it was very like popular in its time. I don't like it though, and I'm very like. <laughs> I mean, I like I said, I as much as as many criticisms as I have about the formula and the. The saccharine, how saccharine it is, and the the cheap jokes. I I think they did a good job, and I did enjoy the episode. Yeah, it had its it had its very funny moments, uh, and the jokes, uh, the jokes it did it did well. You know, it, it, good execution, uh, but still five out of ten. I think we've said all there is to be said about Full House. I think we've covered everything. Uh, everyone else can uh, stop. All the other podcasters out there frantically making their own Full House uh, pilot episodes. Too late, man. Too late. Too we late. got we got there first. Should have been faster. This brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, I have been <laughs> I have been Andrew. I've been Gideon, and this has been the TV Pilot Podcast. The TV uh, Pilot Podcast. Thanks for listening. Like, comment, subscribe wherever you do. Uh, do what you got to do. Do you what know? you got to do. Uh, tell your friends. You know, tell your enemies. Tweet this. Yeah, you know, tell tell everybody. We're not picky. Yeah. Uh, if that guy you hate, that's a view. That's a view. That's a at least a start. I think Spotify's like number of starts, number of listens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you work near like a school computer lab or something, just set it up on all the computers. Honestly, 
just put this on mute. The listen will count. <laughs> it and counts. You, you can keep watching your TV or playing your video games while your phone charges. Silently playing <laughs> our podcast. Uh, we would greatly appreciate that. That'd be that would if y'all do that, and then we get monetized or something. I will buy the Full House season one box set, and I will. We'll have a special Patreon episode. No, we won't. We'll no, have a special we'll, episode. We'll actually start watching pilots for this show instead of <laughs> <Yeah>. just <laughs> arbitrarily the first episode of whatever we can I, find on I don't Netflix. think that's arbitrary. <laughs> it's, it's, there's it's a reason yeah. behind it. Um, Laziness. Yes. <laughs> um, but next, next, next episode, uh, we... Uh, next episode is going to be episode seven. So look out for that. That's a fun number. We don't know what we're, we're doing yet. I don't know what we're doing. The the R in the title has the R. It's the gun. Oh, the Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Episode seven is going to be the Sopranos. The Sopranos. We're, really, uh, we're <laughs> going back to a drama. Yeah. I, I've i never seen The Sopranos. It's a drama. Have, <laughs> I'm it's aware. A, Have you seen it? That, yeah. was, that was me. Oh, I've watched, yeah, I've watched, I've watched a lot of The Sopranos. It's a very I, good show. I've watched the... End of the series. Series. You watched the last scene. My roommate showed me. We talked about it. It's it's because it's very famous for. It's iconic. It's just like bam. It's, I- it's iconic if you've seen the rest of the show. No, I, it's iconic if you just know enough about TV. It's referenced in other media. Right. We'll argue about the Sopranos next in the next episode. Don't say it that way. No one's gonna listen. <laughs> we will discuss the Sopranos pilot. No, people like comfort. <laughs> I will beat your face in about the Sopranos <laughs> next time. <laughs> Bye. Sitcom, so yeah, they have four walls. Yeah, it was a fourth wall joke. Idiot, it was one. <laughs> God, you're so mean to me. Loser, loser. <laughs> you know, you don't know the uh, camera setup for Malcolm in the Middle. Geek. <laughs>